Welcome to Dice in Mind, a podcast hosted by Brad Brown and Jason Kaufman to explore the intersection of life, games, science, music, philosophy, and creativity through interviews with leading creatives. All are welcome in this space. I've joked with my wife and I've told you that <clears throat> 2023 has been the year that keeps on giving. We've we've all had our share of challenges um, during this year, but one of many bright spots, as much as we've had all of us, but you and I have, you know, had things pop up that were unexpected and didn't necessarily want to deal with. A bright spot for me has been the podcast. Um, and I mentioned to you, was it like last week? that um, we've, we have a really nice schedule right now where we have interviews every other week. It makes it easy for us to schedule. Um, yep. Yep. We don't have to rush or anything like that. But because of that, we have these longer stretches where we don't have to record. And we miss recording. Yeah. And so um, we talked about it and we thought, well, why not have um, – Every other week, one week we'll have the interviews. That's not going to change. Nope. Um, we're we're so into that. We get mm -hmm. such cool people. Mm -hmm. the, the snowball's rolling down the hill on that one. We're not going to stop. That's right. But why not use the other week if it's low production value or low production overhead for you? Mm -hmm. um, just to have it open, I guess, open Topical conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of going back to our podcasting roots, if you will, of what inspired us to start this endeavor there are there are always topics in and around rpgs that we want to talk about and you know i mean our listeners know you and i are talking about this stuff all the time yeah. offline but some of these we think continue to be worth you know uh sharing and we'd love to get feedback when they are and and even when when they aren't so we're gonna mix it up we're gonna we're gonna interleave like you said we're gonna do every other week it's going to bounce back and forth between an interview episode and a topical episode. And we're going to bring more content to our audience and have more fun along the way. Yeah. Perfect. That's, you know, and, and again, we don't expect these to run longer mm -mm. than our interview episodes. These will be shorter. Um, these will be shorter. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've seen the studies. We know that if we can keep these around the 30 minute mark or so, we know the chances are folks will, you know, download them versus, Mm -hmm. um, between 30 and 50 minutes and then 50 minutes and after other people will download it because they know mm -hmm. it's a time investment here we're looking for yep. we're asking just a little time investment from folks so, that's right so speaking of that we do have a topic for this episode and that would be because i really don't know yeah please we've talked about this we're so well prepared we are um mm -hmm. so one of the things you and i have been chatting about intermittently for a couple months now is this really interesting crossover for lack of a better term we have noticed uh, we've noticed that there are a few maybe not more than that but there are a few very successful only fans content providers yes. who Right in in and I say this with respect, right? Uh, they're they OnlyFans content providers. They're very successful as far as we know, like the top whatever percent, um, who are you know doing the whole nudes and ludes thing, but now are showing up on the RPG scene specifically 
on some fairly high profile actual play, uh, whether it's whether it's vodcasts or streams or whatever. And you and I made notice of that and started questioning, you know, what's the business model? What like what's the right? What's why? I mean, this is such an interesting thing where once again, RPGs and their adjacent stuff, they synergize with other elements of culture. And I imagine you have situations. And again, this isn't we're, we're not talking about judgment here. This is a fascinating mm-hmm. um, in effect, like you just said, this is kind of a new business model that's been morphed and over time and people who have private content sites are seeing the fiscal benefits of um jumping over and it seems that and maybe a lot of it maybe potentially has to do with cosplay like like i think yeah good catch because that's that's i don't mean to cut you off that seems to be the intersection right there right the overlap that we're noticing that you've got cosplay on the OnlyFans side you've obviously got cosplay on the uh, actual play streams and we're seeing some crossover and and i'll say i'm this is just a little bit on more of the the ragged edge of the topic but I notice on TikTok, um, you'll see some folks that do that, but now are live streaming gameplay, um, video gameplay. And this is kind of in that same vein where they are coming over and live streaming or recording, or like you said, um, um, analog play, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and grouping together analog play. you know, using virtual tabletops like you would normally see if you go on Twitch and find people. But, and you see this on Twitch and on YouTube and some of the other major platforms. Right. And and again, I mean, we, we I'm surprised we've gone this long without making a comment against each other. But what brought this <laughs> to and because because in all honesty, yeah. we can we can make the jokes offline. I mean, we got so many that we can make fun of each other about that. Just it would be a waste of energy. Let me grab um, my list. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple episodes of some shows yeah. um, that caught our attention because they were for games that we were interested in. Oh yeah. Right. Um, and high and, profile, you know, D and D pathfinder, those type of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, saw some people that, that I'm like, Oh, I haven't seen this person before. And I look, I had, I did a search and they were into cosplay and they had, yeah. they had only fans or other sites. Yep. And I'm like, okay, not, I hate to say only fans, in many cases is mainstream. Um, but it's kind of on the edge of mainstream. Yeah, exactly. The these are more center mainstream mm-hmm. um because they hit a larger potential population of viewers or listeners. Um, whereas with OnlyFans and so on, you're you're in the 18 and plus category. Yep. yep. Um and there's, you know, there's let's be honest, there's potentially a stigma that goes along with that site. Mm-hmm. And while I don't necessarily know the particulars of how you do it, but I imagine a lot of people don't necessarily always feel comfortable going out to those places. But now mm-hmm. these individuals are saying, hey, there's a benefit to running that and going center mainstream on now, revenue model. Now, right, it's so tort to that point. Now, we are making an assumption. And this is, yes. this is, and it's the assumption that is what intrigues us and is bringing this conversation to dice in mind we're assuming there is a revenue model 
because yeah. we're seeing you know these this small number as far as we can tell this at least for now small number of of very successful only fans content providers mm-hmm. over 18 plus who clearly must see a fiscal benefit and or a long-term professional benefit right kind of i think this is kind of where you were going earlier you can drive opening the market if you will yeah you can drive people back to your original content you could have two streams of you know center mainstream you know Mm -hmm. 12 plus in terms of age content then you have your more adult content or like you said um using both to drive something else we've seen i've seen certain cases where there are really outstanding artists painting whatever the case may be that use those platforms as a means to sell their particular products right but then but then flip that around you know one of the one of the things we've talked about on and offline for some time is how mainstream tabletop role-playing games have become that's the thing that's right that's the thing and so uh, the actual plays have really become popular. I mean, to scroll through Twitter, look on Twitch, look on Discord. I mean, there's so much going on. It seems nowadays, even compared to like maybe two years ago, you can't throw a stone in the RPG arena and not hit uh, either a new or an ongoing live, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say live, actual play, right? Yeah, footnote, really that's why. On. And that's why we don't do that because there's so many good ones out there. Um, yeah, that's not why we don't do it. That's one of the reasons we don't well, do it. Well, we've we've <laughs> we've dabbled in it here, and it it crashed and burned miserably. We, we so. did. Also, we're much happier on radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can do. I mean, you can do like old time radio with the dice sound and everything like that. I guess, but who in mm-hmm. tarnation is going to listen to? That? Although you, you're the one that introduced me to this idea. I mean, I guess it was out there. I just never investigated early on when we were toying with the idea of gaming. You um, were listening to a couple podcasts, audio only. Yeah, yeah. I am an inveterate long-term listener of the Glass Cannon podcast. That was when when I so it and I you know I think of this. um, We recently we because you know as as we're publishing this episode it's early december we recently passed surpassed thanksgiving and that has this dorky added significance for me because in 2016 in the before times i got back into role playing we've talked about that a ton on on and off the podcast but because it happened to be over thanksgiving that weekend when i was like forget this i'm getting back into it and i'm gonna go get some books every thanksgiving weekend for me is like this dorky anniversary i kid you not of i'm so happy i i did this and and got into it um so in other words what's 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 this what is saturday called after black friday small business saturday oh well done yes and so i might have to make pilgrimage back up to the source Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I. That's why I brought yep. it up because well I can see yep. you doing that. Roseville. I, I. In fact, I've done that a lot of Thanksgiving weekends. Uh, okay. So that said, um, why I brought that up as I grasp this train of thought before it totally goes off the rails, <laughs> I might be too late. Oh, so I had been convincing you 
and our friend Brian to, hey, let's role play. And the only way I could convince you as our listeners, long-term listeners know, is we got into Pathfinder. And it's like, what is Pathfinder? I didn't realize that the world was getting into Pathfinder. So I started listening to GCP, Glass Cannon Podcast, because they're a Pathfinder podcast. And and they, they would they were pretty transparent about the mechanics and I got into it. And then, um, you know, now, now we're into the first dozen episodes of GCP 2.0 and it's as good or better. Um, but to that point, right, there's so much of that stuff going on and we're seeing these hints of, you know, 18 plus creators, content creators forging into that world and, it just we don't have any answers we don't have any insight but the business model like w- how is it justified by the revenue what's the what's the market look like uh, what's the growth potential for this this stuff is really intriguing to me and i think i i think it's worthwhile that we have this discussion cuz we've talked about this and i know i know you reached out just a couple folks i have to imagine um Folks would be weary to, I mean, if you're into that realm, weary to come on to a podcast with two middle-aged dudes because you just don't know what the conversation well, is going to be. We were pretty of. much, right. We were pretty much ghosted, but we also realized along the way that we also don't have a business model to promote, right? Like, yeah. like there's nothing in it for anyone other than, no. hey, we just like to to talk to people and help them share their knowledge. And, you know, maybe but This actually, plays in, again, uh, you know, Fringe model is this idea of social influencer as a career. And yes. if you would have told me five years yeah. ago, I would have been intrigued by it, but I, I just wouldn't have necessarily taken it all that seriously. I, you know, someone who follows business, I could see the, I could see the business model. I just didn't think it had, it didn't had everything legs. there yeah. for traction, but it has. And so you have this social influencer as a career, yeah. um, you know, being generated by advertiser revenue, subscription revenue, um, mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. catalog, selling yeah. of wares and items revenue. All those can match up. I mean, you, yeah. you, people, I mean, you go on a TikTok, people will advertise. They get advertisement dollars from bigger products to advertise. I don't mm-hmm. begrudge anyone doing that. I think oh. it's fascinating that you and I are sitting here finishing up our forties, watching this, this as a career popping up and just the way social media is going, it's not going to go away. And this is just one more way for folks um, to, who maybe started their career because there obviously is um, a lot of revenue potential. I mean, I, I subscribe monthly to the Glass Cannon Network to listen to the GCP, and it's a free stream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and you know, you have Patreon out there. Yep. Where you can you can actually create paywalls if you want to, but you don't mm-hmm. have to. Mm-hmm. You've got the what is the coffee one that you buy? Buy me a coffee. It, I mean, yeah. anyone who's ever listened to our show has seen our links down below and yeah. not one person has ever done it. Although that's not why we got it. And please don't, please don't go yeah. do it now. Cause that isn't an advertisement for it. No, I mean, you but, should totally go do it now, but it's not, yeah. an ad, it's not an advertisement, right? We were curious about it, but, but there are all of these new, 
avenues. You got Venmo for instant yeah. transfer. Yes. You, got, you know, there's just there's totally different market. Yeah, and I and I know like my daughter buys. I mean, for people that do crafts and all, even folks that are, you know, selling products from their streams, whether it's on OnlyFans or other, yeah. Um, yeah. Etsy as a oh, crafting content man. platform. Well, and eBay you know? before that. Yeah, eBay I mean, before that, but now I don't even know what eBay is. But I mean, um, it must still you have, exist. it does still have, exist, but it still Etsy, exists. But I Etsy think it's is almost huge. Etsy's huge. Um, you've got you've got you used to yeah. have you have Mercari and things just like that say, that have replaced eBay. We've sold a, my daughters especially have sold a ton of stuff on Mercari. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's become so easy to conduct commerce. Yeah, which is just fascinating. Yeah, it is, and so therefore. You know, and how many times have we seen people that have been in, and again, no judgment, been in positions where they've been struggling to make ends meet. Right. And then they go and they start um, like an OnlyFans site. And it may, it, it, it may just be risque. It may just be minimal. And they're still generating lots of revenue compared to what their position was before. Mm -hmm. And once you add in the ad revenue, Yes, and maybe yeah. moving over into some mainstream cosplay, um, costume creation. Which, All this, it's, it which, blows my we, mind. It, it does. It, I agree. And we know it's huge because, okay, let's step out of OnlyFans and 18+. Plus. My God, look at the explosion of cosplay. Oh, yeah. Uh, in and around and beyond rpgs uh, i mean look at look at the photos from you know the major cons look at what like star trek.com and star wars.com for example post from those things it's all people in cosplay um you know so clearly there's an interest and a passion and you know as you said there's the potential at least for some to successfully monetize it and turn it into a business if not an outright career yeah, I mean, you have folks, and let's be honest, you have folks that start on OnlyFans and move over. You have folks that start out kind of center mainstream and move to that further mainstream mm -hmm. with OnlyFans because they felt like they can augment their income. You have folks that just, I mean, the amount of gaming streams out there that people will watch is insane. And I'll be it honest is. with you. When my son would watch these, I'd be like, I don't, I don't see the allure. But then I've mentioned this game before <laughs> called Rust, which is um, oh, yeah. this survival game. Um, there's a couple um, moderators, admins, that will record their interactions with people that are cheating or just acting oh, foolish. Funny. And they are sometimes hilarious to watch. And I got into this little phase during the summer where i was watching these streams and i'm like oh my goodness i've turned into my son now i get it um people watch i mean there's there's just just think about it i mean my my son has a tv in his room and he's streaming series now he's going through, and, and it's random series i've been trying to get him to watch firefly forever he oh. streams he's streaming suits um what could you get him to watch serenity and then if he liked it, he'd go back and watch Fire. Well, he went and watched The Rookie, which is where Nathan Fillion did that thing. It was do, it was as a rookie cop, as a middle ager. <gasps> oh, and, yeah. And so I have sent him clips of, um, like I sent him the Sky Battle clip in Serenity. Um, 
I and literally, that again. Yeah, yeah, literally, I'll walk, I'll go up there, and if he's streaming something in my room or in his room, I'll be like, "Hey, Trent," and he goes, "Yeah, I know, Firefly." Um, <laughs> so I may have, I may have soured him on. My daughter will watch certain other shows, but they aren't television watchers like our generation was. They they don't have to be. No, that's the thing is is that entertainment. I remember us talking about this when we were in college. You know entertainment yeah. more powerful than our computers is in the palm of our hand with our iPhones or Android devices. Yes. And yes. And you know, I remember people, these kids will sit there and watch on these small screens. To me, I prefer a larger screen mostly because yeah. my eyes are going, mm-hmm. but um, just that whole revenue model of, you know, whether you're, you're doing, you know, PG 13 PG or our content. Yeah versus g pg pg 13 comment and you're 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 moving in one or you're moving in the other direction um we have we have never we've talked in humor about how to monetize this someday um we've we still have plans in our notes and everything like that it's just um we're having fun right now and um we just obviously we're too small we're, too, we're small potatoes. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. Okay. So I'm trying to, I, I'll, I'll, I'll share this with everybody because it's so improbable, but in the back of my mind, this dumb idea has been itching around for a while toward this point. It would not be a successful way to monetize. I guarantee we'd make no money off of this, but as you and other, cosplay costumes, I've told you we could make money off of that, but go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, for so many painful reasons, no. Uh, so um, someday when we have even more interviews under our Dyson Wine belt, maybe uh, when we're in year three, which isn't that far away, which is just surreal, yeah. uh, we take all of our recordings, our interviews, have them transcribed, anthology. get permissions, and we have an anthology of interviews. You know what? You may have mentioned that to me, in fact, in the past few weeks in terms of another topic we've been talking about related to anthologies. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it clicked. Um, Didn't click for me either, but now saying but now that, that, it, now that you, We haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks, so this is the first I've heard of it as me well. Me too. And, and that is actually... Wouldn't that be interesting? And we could get, you know, find a publisher, find the right one, and obviously we'd need permissions, which would not be impossible by any means to get. Mm-hmm. Right. And you figure we've done how many interviews and give it another another year or two of interviews, mm-hmm. you know, um, 20 some a year. And uh, uh, wouldn't that be just a ridiculous you maybe curate them? OK, we should probably stop because at this point we're so far off topic. But yeah, it, well, it does I, bring I, us around. I uh, um, yeah, I, we got to be careful because only because we could go down the rabbit hole on this topic. Because now I'm, we're both like eyes wide talking about yeah. this because this is intriguing. Yeah. You so heard everybody, it here first. ignore <laughs> that. Just put your mind back to OnlyFans. Yeah. You heard um, it here first. Yeah, you heard. Well, yeah, because it would be ours. But but seriously, I mean the the uh, and this is I think what intrigues us about this OnlyFans presence around the edges of RPG land, that as you said so well, Brad, we're seeing an increasing diversity of business models right period like in in the world that have not existed before 
the platforms the tech didn't exist. And we're seeing those intersect in a lot of really interesting ways with tabletop role-playing and adjacent stuff. And it's really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, you are, you know, your, your background of psychology, your teaching leadership, which has a, a, you know, psychology component, you're kind of on, you're, you're kind of leading a charge in many ways in, in terms of mind body and things like that and leadership and using your psychology background and merging it. For me, I'm fascinated looking at the other side because I come business yeah, background right. and I'm a leader. And, and so like when, and yeah. And when, like when you and Aaron published your book, um, you know, one, I wanted a signed copy, which I did get. And two, just any type of book on leadership, if it's quality, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. This one was unique. One, because you wrote it. And two, because I thought it was relevant. Yeah. Same thing. Um, because of that, where the hell was I going with this? I can't remember anymore. Um, <laughs> well, stand we're going to leave that. For, we're going to stand leave by that. for a senior moment. Yeah, well, that's, I that's, mean, we were talking about just all these different oh, business models. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's point being is that I'm fascinated by um, the changing face of business um, and, you know, new positions like um, the, one of the big, you know, hot areas for study, which my daughter wants to do is environmental science, which is kind nice. of a merger of, yep. of um, ecological preservation, biology, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a new one. Thank goodness. Um, And now we're seeing these business models that are purely driven by the online. And it's not go to Wix or go to GoDaddy and get your business site set up. You don't need any of that anymore. You just need a domain. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of these sites that you host with will have pre-built and easily used subscription or product-based e-commerce solutions. Right. You right. can be, in theory, anyone, um, except us, because no one wants to see us on camera. But but, but your point uh, is the tech yeah. is now there that essentially anyone with the tools they already have at hand can produce content that's interesting. I think as we transition out, it reminds me in Back to the Future 3, um, at the relative beginning of the movie, uh, Marty McFly is hiding out in his house, like 15, 20, whatever, 30 years from yeah. the original date. Yeah. And the son comes home and has this, this air quote television in front of him. That's right. Like 80 to a hundred inches. And there's 65 different channels on it. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, wow, well, wouldn't that be crazy? We're there. That's yeah. how you've been watching news for the past two months. Yeah, we, you know, that, well, I can only do, you know, my streaming, Fubo, my streaming service allows me to run up to four different channels. But on man. Screen. And with everything going on, I had put that on for news. But now with Twitch and with these oh, other things, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. four channels is nothing. No, you know? no. Amazing stuff. Yeah. So now let's let's head over because we, we we haven't recorded really in a while. Everything's been in the docket. So yeah. GM Corner, um, what's been on your desk or on your table? You know, I, ironically enough, uh, coincidentally enough, given the chat we just had uh, around streams and screens and all that, it's not so much uh, what's going on, Hooter, is what's going in. No, that's an old Simpsons reference. Um, uh, it's on the screen. 
I think I'm itching for a bit of a Star Wars marathon. Movie-wise, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. Um, you know, we've been so deeply immersed on and offline around Star Trek. And we've been, you know, we've been spending a lot of time talking about Star Trek adventures. And, you know, in my world right now, <laughs> between avocation and vocation, there's so much Trek and it's a wonderful thing. But for the past few weeks, at least, I find my thoughts wandering back over to Star Wars. And, and I'm thinking, I don't know that I would marathon all of them, but I'm thinking I... I, you know, December, I mean, just this time of the year from like the approach of Thanksgiving through winter break, it's like, when, when are we going to have a bit of a Star Wars stream, if you will? I just, I don't know how much I'm going to marathon, but I'm just in the mood to watch some. You know, every holiday, I tend to, I should say not every holiday, but most holidays, I tend to Lord of the Rings binge. Um, oh. and using the extended versions, just not the Hobbit. I, I might watch that afterwards. Not that there's anything wrong, but yeah. it's, um, it, yeah, I, I can pass, yeah. but, um, you know, fellowship, two towers, return of the King. I'll watch those not straight through, you know, nonstop, <laughs> but, but, you know, it may take me two days to get through one movie. It may take right. me one right. for another, but, but I tend to watch them once a year at holiday yeah. time. Man. And um, then I and I might this year do that, but have um, sorry, I have my little my, yeah. Brad's a little distracted. My by dog the, is spazzing out up here, and I don't know yeah. what the deal is. Um, Waiting for I, his. I would. Here. I will probably bring um, the RPG from Free League and Free League up and page through it as the movies are on. Okay, so this is problematic for me because I have been actively trying not to order that for the past month and a half. Oh, really? Really? Uh, we we need well. I yeah. I I am increasingly. Well, there's two. Intrigued. Remember, there's two. There's two. There's mm. two. Two models. One. So I'm thinking Lord of the, the Rings, which is the five E one. I'm talking about the One Ring. The One Ring is the one that I yeah collect, and that That's one what I runs the you know. It isn't using the 5e engine. I wanted a different right. engine. Plus, right. the one ring is the one that predated um, right. Lord of the Rings. Right. I um, I think it's really well done. There is a game out there, or there's a book out there. I've paused on my book purchases for now. Um, the Moria expansion, which I will get probably next year. Was that recently announced? Yeah, I thought it's okay. I thought it's out, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, through the oh, is it through the Moria through the doors of Durin? Oh, is it still mm. kickstarted? It may just oh, be. Maybe I must have seen something else. Yeah. It well, you know what? It's um, well, it's out there. I guess apparently it may not be. Um, oh yeah, it's not expected okay. until May. Because because I mean, if I but, look over at the at the shelf, like I know you've been kind of organizing a couple and things, and so I've got some space I can make available. But but like only if only for to only to read and or play. I would say um, that is a realm we've played high fantasy. Yep, of course. But but you know obviously the rings 
anthology yeah um was kind of a driving force behind D. without question and it would be fun to play in that realm where um you know magic is there mm-hmm. but doesn't exist as it would in D world or pathfinder or whatever right exactly so mm-hmm. it's a different type of play where magic um, is pervasive in the fabric of the world but there are very few casters yeah yeah so yeah maybe maybe yeah. that's you know i was actually the one that there was another uh book you were looking at we won't get into the details of it because but you were looking at something that i think i actually talked you out of it um, yeah you know every once in a while it just I, i'm I, you know you look for new content right you look well, you for were it wasn't like it, it wasn't like a splurge thing for you you were you've been pondering between a and b and i'm yeah, like exactly. well, hold off because yep. and i appreciate that because I, I i opted for neither yeah and now yep. it might come into fruition as you research exactly one ring because that might be it would be a fun one to read and talk about mm-hmm. and maybe at some point game because there is the Strider expansion yeah. that allows you to play solo. Oh, right. So, all right. With, with that, we just have to stop. <laughs> yeah, we'll stop. I, I guess for me, it's, it's, you know, until we talk again, I may start my binge there. You're going to start your star Wars binge. I might um, have to. Yeah. You know, and binge by meaning every night we watch some, we watch some versus something else, you yeah. know, and with everything going on, um, I'll let you do the sign off. It, I think it would be nice to watch something um, that gives us hope. And for those that are listening and those that aren't, um, we wish you safety yeah. and peace at a time that it is hard to find. Yeah, nicely said, my friend. And just a reminder to everybody, as we continue toward the end of the year, uh, we have a lot of stuff coming your way uh there's going to be one more of these topical chats but we are uh moving more and more toward our promise of mental health as we approach the end so um we've got a couple just really neat really unique interviews coming up this month and um increasingly you'll see as we approach the the last of the year a greater and greater focus on mental health that's our thing every time Uh, every year this time of the year so as always be well stay well we will see you next week